Welcome to the Anchored Podcast with Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I am so excited that you've tuned in, and it is my prayer that these messages will always help you to remain anchored, regardless of what storm or what season you're navigating. I pray that God would speak to your heart today and that you will never, ever, ever be the same again. Stay connected to Fellowship Chicago. This is Pastor Reginald Wayne Sharp Jr. I pray you stay anchored. Peace, peace. As well, Psalm 121, the 121st Psalm, reads like this I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. The Message Bible reads like this. I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from mountains? No. My strength comes from God who made heaven and earth and mountains. I want to talk today from this thought very simply. Grandma's favorite scripture. Thank you. You may be seated. Grandma's favorite scripture. Brothers and sisters, I love the theme of our Black History Month. I love the theme. The Sankofa bird that you see in the corner of the screens is an Andinkra symbol. Andinkra symbol with origins out of Ghana and West Africa. It is a symbol of a bird walking forward with an egg in his mouth because you cannot go forward if you don't know where you've come from. So literally the symbol Sankofa bird means go back and get it. It is a bird walking into the future, looking in the past, holding the future in its mouth. I love it. The bird walking forward but has to look backwards in order to find its equilibrium for the future. You must know where you come from. And so today, I, I, I want you to give me a little personal privilege to have my own public Sankofa moment. Because this week, since last Tuesday, my grandmother has been in the hospital very ill. And last night they called me and shared that they had to perform CPR. They had to increase her oxygen, put her in ICU. And my family was called to the hospital last night. And so we didn't know how it was going to turn around. Uh, they, they sent a chaplain to my, to my uncle to talk to him while my grandmother was being rushed in the ICU. And those of us who've been in that place before know when they send the chaplain. They, they are subtly trying to prepare you for either way this thing can go. So I wrestled with Bree and my family last night. Should I come to church? Should I, should I go to Atlanta? Should I come to church? Should I go to Atlanta? Should I go to church? Should I go to Atlanta? My heart is in Atlanta, but my head and my body is at Chicago. How are we going to do this? And the Lord said, now you go on to church. Because there's nothing you can do in Atlanta other than worry and pray. And you can pray in Chicago. You go on to worship, and while you up there worshiping, I'll be in Atlanta working. And so I pressed my way to church. I breathed my way here. And it's one of those Sundays, if I'm vulnerable to you, I'll tell you, I wish somebody else was preaching today. Because sometimes life can hit so close, knock the wind out of you. She was just doing fine a week and a half ago, and now on ICU, and I have received no updates since I've been at church since 7 a.m. this morning. But while I was wrestling with God, my grandmother's favorite scripture came to me. 
And I don't know if it'll help you today, but I believe this is a Sankofa moment where sometimes the scriptures and the songs that brought your foreparents through, sometimes we got to reach back and grab what they grabbed because if it was good enough for grandmama, it might just be good enough for me. Some of us need to pass on more than shoes and clothes and iPhones and Androids to our children. You better pass some faith to your babies. You better pass some Christian character to your children so that one day when life hits them, they may grab your scripture. And the scripture you poured into them may be the only scripture that can speak to them in the middle of a storm. My grandmother's scripture is I will lift up my eyes to the hill. This is my grandmama's scripture. And while she's down in ICU today, I don't know what's going on, but her scripture is home me today. And I don't know who's in a storm this morning. I don't know who's walking and traversing through a difficult point. But may my grandmama's scripture give you hope today. That in whatever you are walking through, you have a God. I have a God we can lift our eyes to. You know, this is my grand. I don't know why this is her favorite scripture. Maybe because she was born in Millen, Georgia, in abject poverty down in South Georgia, just about 50, 60 miles from Augusta, Georgia, down in the country. I'm talking about country, cotton fields and tobacco fields. I'm talking about country, no commode inside. I'm talking about outhouse. And maybe it's when she was 19 years old, her grandmother, her mother died suddenly of a brain aneurysm using the bathroom. And she had 13 and 14 other young siblings that she had to step up and immediately become the matriarch and the mother for. I don't know why this is her favorite scripture. Maybe it's because when she had three little ones, my mama, her sister, and her brother, she had to learn how to make it on a little bit, move from Millen down to Florida, left Florida, made it to Atlanta, and God, without a degree from anybody's school, got a good paying job at Atlanta Gaslight. I don't know why this is her favorite scripture. Maybe it's because there's some educated fools and everybody that's made it don't have a degree, but they got wisdom. Maybe... I, I don't know why this is her favorite scripture. Maybe it's because this scripture held her through fighting breast cancer in the mid-90s when the doctor told her it was not looking good. And she told the doctor, well, all I know is, doc, I have a vacation plan to take my grandchild to Disney World in August. So y'all do what y'all got to do because in August I'm going on vacation with my grandchild. I don't know why this scripture is her favorite scripture. Maybe it's because when COVID-19 happened in January 2021, she contracted COVID-19 at 81 years old with congestive heart failure with comorbidities with diabetes with an aging body and the doctors had to place her on a ventilator which she stayed on for four and a half weeks and the doctors told us if she comes off this ventilator alive she may not have her memory she may not eat she may not be able to speak well up until last week she was eating she was speaking and when I went to see her for the first time after her fight with COVID, I checked her memory and said, Grandma, what's your favorite scripture? She looked at me and said, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Y'all heard me, but you ain't hear me. The doctor said she may not have a memory and fresh out of a battle, her favorite scripture was still on her heart. Every now and then, you need some word in you. You need a word in you that's greater than whatever's going on around you. I don't know why this is her favorite scripture. I'm just curious if it is her favorite scripture, number one, because it helped her lift her gaze. Somebody say, lift up your gaze. 
Tell that neighbor beside you playing on their phone, lift up your gaze. Uh-huh, uh-huh, lift up your gaze. This is the Psalm of Ascent, Psalm 120 to Psalm 134 are the Psalms of Ascent. Literally, these are the Psalms that they were saying going up to the hills of Jerusalem because Jerusalem was the center city where the temple was and the Jewish theology of that day was that God lived in the temple. So as they're traversing up the hills and the rugged plains on their way to the temple to celebrate their God, they also had the threat of robbers. They also had the threat of enemies. They also had the threat of Marianders and people that would threaten their stability and their safety. But they said in verse 1, I will lift up my eyes to the hills and the question is where does my help come from and then they turn around and say no my help doesn't come from the hills my help comes from the Lord I want you to catch this here it's something about the power of lifting up your gaze see Africans in this country if all you did was look around all you would see was depression all you would see is lynching all you would see was segregation and discrimination and oppression all you would see is uh, yeah even and violence all you would see is disappointments and chaos and it's ironic that sometimes in 2023 it still looks like 1923 because if you look around all you see are black men stumping and beating the life out of Tyree Nichols all you see is evil and violence in the world struggle and scarcity poverty and pain if you look around but I don't know if this is my grandmother's favorite scripture maybe it's because whenever you're going through you got to lift up your gaze and you got to look above what's bothering you look above what's trying to take your breath away and look beyond the hills not that your help come from the hills but it is a spiritual discipline to say I know that there's a lot going on around me but I gotta take my eyes off the news take my eyes off Twitter take my eyes off what the doctors keep rehearsing take my eyes off of the mess in my family take my eyes off of the cantankerous co-workers around me and I gotta lift up my gaze and say my help does not come from anything down here it comes from something up there and for the 20 people that don't mind shouting can I finish the verse my help comes from the Lord that's the reason I'm going to keep looking up because every time I keep looking up he keeps sending something down every time I look up strength comes down every time I look up power comes down I ain't got long so y'all either help me preach this thing or go on to sleep anybody know I'm going to keep looking up because he keeps showing up every time I look up talk to your neighbor beside you and say keep looking up Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. Another question, who is this king of glory? He's the Lord strong and mighty. He's the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your head. And I came to pull somebody out of despair this morning. If I could be here worshiping God this morning, you can be here worshiping God this morning. Because every time you look up, he's sends what you need now tell somebody lift up your gaze maybe this is why the slaves used to sing in the cotton field over my head I hear music in the air there must be a God somewhere maybe that's why they used to sing those negro spirituals didn't my lord deliver Daniel 
Why not every man? They used to sing those songs because they were lifting their gaze. I got shoes. You got shoes. All God's children got shoes. When I get to heaven, I'm going to put on my shoes. I'm talking about barefoot people singing, I got shoes. Because when you lift up your gaze, it ain't about your reality. It's about his possibility. See, when you lift up your gaze, you can sing, I know the Lord will make a way somehow. When you lift up your gaze, you can say trouble don't last always. When you lift up your gaze, you can say a charge to keep our half. Lift up your gaze. Maybe that's why grandma liked this scripture. I don't know. Maybe it's because it helped to lift her gaze. Or maybe another suggestion is it reminded her to lean on God. Tell yourself, lean on God. No, 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 no. Slow down, slow down, slow down. Because text says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help. Excuse me. I just felt that shoot through my legs. My help. My sustenance. My help. My stability. My help. My backup. My help comes from the Lord. Watch it. Which made heaven and earth. Keep on reading. Verse 3. I hope it's coming up on the screen. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth you will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Here it is in the Message Bible. No, my strength comes from God who made heaven, earth, and mountains. Verse 3, Message Bible. He won't let you stumble. Your guardian God won't fall asleep. Not on your life. Israel's guardian will never doze or sleep. Maybe my grandma liked this scripture because she could lean on God. And I think she can lean on God because the text teaches three things. Are y'all ready? It talks about God's capacity. It talks about God's care. And it talks about God's covering. God's capacity. God's care. God's covering. God's capacity. That means the amount that something can produce. God has capacity. He has the ability to produce something, cause something to be. And he doesn't just have capacity, he cares. And he doesn't just care, he covers. He covers, he cares, he's got capacity. He's got capacity, he cares, and he covers. I could have been in Atlanta, so y'all ain't got to help me preach today. I came to preach by myself. He cares, he got capacity, and he covers. Now let me tell you a little bit about his capacity because the only way you understand the word capacity is you got to understand what the word resume means. You know what a resume is? Little girl right out of college ran into a room trying to apply for a job, told her daddy, daddy, they asked me for my resume. Do you know what that is? He said, baby, I'm about to have to send you back to college. It's not a resume. It's a resume. And a resume is a short written description of your education, qualifications, and previous jobs that you send to an employer when you're trying to secure the job. It's a short written description of your education, qualifications, previous jobs that you send to a new employer trying to convince them that you have the capacity. They're going to check your capacity through the resume. Well, this morning, I got a copy of God's resume. And it's the shortest resume I've ever seen. 
when it said prior preparation or background, it had one dot, one bullet. You know what it said? I made heaven and earth. If I'm bad enough to make heaven and earth, I think I got the capacity to handle anything you're going through on earth. If I can make trees, I can handle trouble. If I can make mountains, I can solve misery. If I can make a moon, I can handle your moans. If I can make volcanoes, I can walk you through valleys. If I can make oceans, I can handle obstacles. If I can make lakes, I can handle limitations. If I can make rivers, I can fix racism. If I can make hills, I can solve homophobia. If I can make the sun, I can keep your sun. And if I can make galaxies, I'll keep your grandmama. Somebody in here ought to turn up and give God praise that he's got capacity to handle whatever you're going through. Is there anybody here that knows I got a God who can help me because his hands made heaven and earth? And it's not just his capacity, it's the fact that he cares. Because verse 4 says, he won't even let my foot slip. Verse 3 and 4, they were walking up the hills in that rough terrain. Verse 3 and 4 says, he keeps you from stumbling. He won't even let your foot be moved. And sometimes you ought to thank God for an attentive God who is aware of every step. Won't even let you sprain your ankle because the steps of a good man, the steps of a good woman are ordered by God. I want to talk to some sinners today who are professional sinners. I'm talking about you were sinning so good you knew you were sinning good and it felt good and you were just hoping it lasted as long as it could but God kept you from stumbling because he's secure. See, y'all gonna act? Is that how we gonna roll today? Or can I talk to the people who know you were jacked up, tore from the flow up, but he grabbed your feet and all you can say is now unto him who is able to keep you from falling because he cares for you. He keeps your, f he keeps you from slipping. But can I tell you how I know he cares? He's up while you're sleeping. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. That's why I'm here this morning. I had the power to get a flight last night and go to Atlanta. And the Lord said, what you going for? You can't do nothing down at that hospital in Atlanta. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You going to sleep. So guess what I did last night? I had my clothes. Iron breeze, queenly garments. Put on some good gospel. Pop my 10 milligram melatonin. Judge your mama, don't judge me. Said my prayers. Fluffed my pillow. And I went to sleep. Because even if I was in Atlanta, I couldn't fix it. The one who can fix it is already in the room. He's, he was up all night long. He knew everything that was going on. So I know he cares because he don't even doze off while I'm asleep. That's why I'm glad Reverend Evans used to sing all night. I feel like preaching. And all day, it's some angels. I wish I had a church with the Holy Ghost. Come on and help me preach. I'm struggling. I need to feel some fire up in here. All night. All day, 
There's some angel. High five three people and tell them go to sleep. Go to sleep tonight. God's got it in his hands. Go to sleep tonight. He's working it out. And he'll fix it before you touch it. He'll be there before you get there. Be not dismayed. Whatever betides you, God will. Somebody say, and I'm covered. Because the verse 5 says, verse 5 says, the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is the shade upon your right hand. You ain't got to sit down. I'm done. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade upon your right hand. I've been confused all my life trying to figure that verse out. The Lord is the shade upon my right hand. One Jewish scholar said, no, all that means is if you hold your hand out, your right hand, which symbolizes power in, in the Bible, wherever you see the right hand, it symbolizes power, which is why it's important in the New Testament. Jesus is seated at, seated at the right of God the Father Almighty. Because the right hand traditionally, historically, Jewish history is your hand of power. They said if you hold your hand out and you can see your shadow, every time you see your shadow, it's a reminder God is that close to you. So this week when you get to work and see your shadow, say, oh, shut up. Walking down the grocery store, jump up. Get home tonight watching the Grammys and just get your shadow. Just say, hey, glory, glory, glory. Walk into your car. Walk into your car after church is over and you catch a glimpse of your shadow. Just say, glory to God. Somebody going to say, you all right? You got Tourette's? No, I'm fine. But the preacher said, every time I see my shadow, it's a reminder of how close the keeper is. It's a reminder that God is so close to me that I don't have to worry about what's around me because he's close to me. He's as close to me as my own shadow. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me that I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known can I preach to about a hundred of y'all who've been kept by God's grace if you've never been kept go to sleep if you've never been kept keep playing on your phone if you've never been kept cross your legs and chew your gum if you've never been kept act like you don't hear nothing I'm saying but if God has kept you you ought to open your mouth and give God praise because he kept your family and he kept your body and he kept your mama them kept your daddy them all your little baby's kids he kept his hands on them kept you with a good job even though it ain't the job you wanted kept you in your right mind kept every step kept you through every stop anybody around here been kept well shake your neighbor's hand and use hand sanitizer later shake it like you're gonna shake it off and say neighbor lift your gaze tell them lean on God tell them you're guarded every step of the way look them in the eye again and say I don't mean to bother you but when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me my soul 
cries out hallelujah so I will lift up my eyes to the hills from where does my help come from my help Sharp's help my help your help comes from the Lord and is there anybody here know you can lean on him is there anybody here know you can trust him is there anybody here know he's dependable so I've had some good days I've had some bad days I've had some hills to climb I've had some weary days and I've had some sleepless nights but when I look around and think things over of my good days still outweigh my bad days so I won't complain sometimes the clouds hang low I can hardly see the road I ask the question digging Griselda why so much pain but he knows what's best for me although my weary eyes cannot see so I'll just lift my hands you ought to lift your hands and just say thank you Lord thank you for every test thank you for every battle thank you for every tear thank you for every struggle thank you for every midnight I won't complain because God has been good to this black boy he's been better to me than anybody else could be so I choose to in the middle of a valley I choose to in the middle of a test throw my hands up lift my head up and shout thank you cause tragedies are commonplace all kinds of diseases people are slipping away the economy's down folks can't get no pay but as for me all I can say is thank you Lord for all you've done for me it could have been me outdoors with no food or no clothes just another number with a tragic end how about somebody tell him but he didn't see fit he didn't see fit you didn't high five nobody high five somebody say God didn't see fit to let none of these things be so I'll just say thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. You ain't got to shout. You can sit there and spectate. But when I think about how he's kept me, how he's blessed me, I wish I had about a hundred who are praised with the pastor over the grace of God. Where the people that 
gravy at the house. But I've decided until it gets better, I'm going to praise him in the hallway until the door swings open. Excuse me, I'm just going to praise him in the hallway until the door swings open. Christ to you. The doors of the church are open at this time. We offer Christ to you. I want you to know, family, that no matter where life finds you today, Jesus is right here with extended hands wanting to help you through your storm. offer Christ to you. Perhaps you're in need of a church home. Fellowship would love to be your family. At this time, we're standing all over the sanctuary, standing all over the sanctuary, and we're asking those that would like to give their life to Christ, would like to accept Jesus in their life, or would like to unite with Fellowship Chicago. God bless you, my brother. Welcome, welcome. Ma'am, sir, wherever you are, down in the overflow. Come on, come on. We're welcoming you. We're so excited to have you. Perhaps you want to make some changes in your life. Come on. Come on. This is good. This is good space. Good space. Yeah. There's healing for your sorrow. There's healing for your pain. Where's boys? Where's boys? Here, healing for your sickness. There's shelter from the rain. This we know. What is it? There's a bomb.
Come on, let's go. Tug them. Let's go. Let's go. Are you coming, ma'am? No, she's coming. Anyone else? Anyone else? I'm waiting on you. Waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. Amen. Amen. Let's give these who have joined with us a hand. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, seven have come. Amen. Welcome home, welcome home, welcome home. We want you to know, family, that Pastor Sharp is elated to be your pastor. We're elated to be your family members. And we're excited about all God has in store for you as you have united with the ship. Family, give our new loved ones a hand. Yes. So if you turn to your right, my left, a member of our First Touch team is going to escort you downstairs to get some information to you and from you. Amen. Hallelujah. Were we not blessed today by all God had for us? My Lord, my Lord. Family, go ahead and put your coats on. Put your coats on. I have a few announcements. Just a few, just a few. Get your coat ready. Get your coat ready. We're not leaving yet. Just get your coat ready. I want to let you know that next Sunday, next Sunday, uh, again, we want to thank Deacon Griselda Harris and Miss Jasandra Pope for this beautiful, beautiful Black History Month program. Amen. Y'all wait for the benediction before you walk outside. Wait for your benediction. Next Sunday, we will have Never Forget, Never Give Up. We're wearing all black next Sunday. All black next Sunday. All black next Sunday. So make sure you have on your all black everything. Just don't bring that black Air Force One energy in here. Y'all know what I'm talking about? All right. <laughs> this Tuesday, this Tuesday, uh, shouts out to Elder V and myself. We've been holding down the virtual ship on refuels. And so this Tuesday, we're doing something very special. It's called Refuel Remix. Y'all remember we did this last year? But we're doing a compilation of worship moments that took place throughout 2022. So we encourage you on Tuesday at 7 o'clock, tune in to the virtual ship, and I'm sure you'll be blessed by our wonderful music ministry. Give them a hand. Next Sunday at 7 p.m., Pastor Sharp will be going over to Greater Harvest to celebrate Elder Eric Thomas's 55th birthday. And we ask all of you who can come, uh, I know the Super Bowl is going on that day, but those of you who love the Lord, who are looking to the hills from which cometh your help, I'm sure you will meet us over at Greater Harvest for what I believe will be a great celebration. Amen. And if you have
happen to know where some hot wings are afterwards, let me know. Amen. Also, we are preparing to begin our early voting cycle here in the city of Chicago. And fellowship is going over on Sundays, February 26th at 2 p.m. That's the fourth Sunday. We're having souls to the polls. So what's going to happen is we're going to have buses that will leave the parking lot of fellowship and traverse over to the voting super site on 191 North Clark Street. And you don't have to ride the church bus, but if you'd like to join the caravan, we'll go over there with our flashing lights on and a big processional. But we're going to go over so we can participate in the electoral process. I've said it often, you can't complain unless you cast a vote. So if you want to see changes in this city, make sure you join us. Even if you don't, make sure you go vote. We're praying for all those families who are bereaved. Again, information for upcoming services is on our website. Thank you again, family, for all you do. Thank you for participating in Fun First Sunday. We will have the tally of what we raised over the course of this first month next Sunday. So we're excited that God is going to blow our mind and exceed our expectations. Amen. Well, all over the building, would you please stand so we can receive the benediction. Shouts out again to Trinity Christian College. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you so much to the students. Amen. Next time, I got you. I got you. Again, shout out to Overflow. Everybody in the Overflow. Can y'all put that on the screen right quick, if it's possible? Y'all give them a hand. Yes. We're so excited about all God's doing, y'all. Y'all keep sowing so we can get a new building. Amen. 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 Let's receive the benediction. God, we're so grateful for all that we experienced today. Grateful how your presence met us here, God. Thank you for resting on fellowship. It is not a Sunday we walked in here and did not feel you, God. And for that, we are grateful because we know that is not the experience at every church. God, we're grateful that you have looked upon fellowship and your smiling upon fellowship, God, and we're grateful. God, we even pray now again for our pastor and first lady, praying for their family, God. Give them the strength they need to walk whatever steps you have ahead of them, God. We're still looking to the hills from which cometh our help, knowing that our help comes from you. So, God, we ask that you continue to keep us in the hollow of your hand. And, God, as we leave this place, allow us to never leave your May your struggles keep you near the cross. May your troubles show that you need God. May your battles end the way they should. And may your bad days continue to prove that God is good. I pray that your entire life proves that God really is good. Hug somebody before you leave and say, I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Have a great week, fellowship. Have a great week. Have a great week. Hey family, I pray you've been blessed by this message that God gave me. I hope you stay connected to Fellowship Chicago through YouTube, Facebook, or our website. Go to fellowshipchicago.com today and make sure that you stay updated on all of the great things that are happening on the ship. Until we meet again, may you be blessed by the power, the peace, and the provisions of God. Peace, peace.